uh, she's like scratching his back, but it's not like a sexy scratching his back. No, man. Digging some grooves. Yeah, she's basically what she's doing is she is uh, carving uh, a pentagram into his back. Welcome to the Review to Death podcast. I'm Marcus. And I'm Luke. Hey Luke, how do you feel about witch shit? I'm down with some witch shit. I feel like of the like classic horror movie, you know, sort of creatures slash beings slash monsters, um, I, I spend the least amount of my time in, with witch stuff. Yeah, well I feel like they're like underrepresented really because uh you could do a lot of cool stuff with uh with witches you know like uh you know one of the things that freaked me out the most when i was a kid it was demons uh you know, I, was, I was brought up as a you know in a pretty religious environment we're all pretty you know hardcore catholic uh you know growing up in poland that's that's kind of what you do and uh, and demons really freaked my shit out right and um you know witches you know were kind of adjacent to that i always felt like you know they could always like call on their buddy demons and uh, you know, you know, really freak, you know, fuck your shit up. Yeah. I feel like there's, um, there's a lot of things that I've watched or read that, uh, deals with witchcraft that I've really enjoyed. And then like, when I get around to doing something like that again, I'm like, oh man, why don't I, you know, do more of this stuff? There's just not enough, you know, out there that's, that's significant. That's good. I mean, there's exceptions. I know, um, you know, Eggers did his movie, The Witch, right? That was like a big splash uh, a few mm-hmm. years ago. And I don't know. Have you seen that one? I've not seen that one. Yeah. I think I've mentioned it somewhere else. I'm actually not the biggest fan of that movie. Maybe I need to revisit it because, it's you know, that guy's obviously a talented director, writer. I think we talked about it briefly when we did our uh, Lighthouse podcast. Yeah, which, uh, that's what it was. If you didn't listen to we released it last week. So, um yeah, listen to that one if you're if you're for some weird shit. But um, I, I remember uh, reading a book that I really like. I don't remember the uh, title, but uh, it's by this author Bentley Little, who does a bunch of uh, horror stuff, and he wrote one about witches, and it had like a western type feel that was really good. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that that um, sounds interesting. Uh, but we've done we've had some witch stuff here on the podcast before, most notably the Fear Street, which is some of our earliest podcasts. Yes, that was cool. That was really cool. That's uh, that was that was well done. Uh, that actually brings me to my question: like, what what can you name as far as if someone were to tell you, like, hey, what are your favorite horror movies involving witches? Like, you know, what what could you, you know, what could you name? Again, I feel like I have not seen a whole bunch of them. Uh, you know, a Fear Street would be one that would come to mind. I guess there's other ones too, but it's like, um. I don't know. I guess where do you draw the line? Is it do you need like an actual witch or do you just need like witchcraft elements? I think it could be witch adjacent, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the one the one that comes to mind, because I remember this came out, I keep trying to remember what year it was, but uh, I want to say it was around the time where Scream came out. But remember the craft? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I've seen the craft. With uh Firuza Balk. I think that's how you say her name. Uh um, yeah. that was like a big movie. For a while, uh, I, I enjoyed that one. 
there is a whole series of movies which, uh, man, we could do a, a franchise fracas on called uh, Witchcraft. And I remember uh, we might have even seen one or two of these when we were kids because I remember. You know, what? I do remember this. I do remember this. Yeah, we we've seen we've seen a couple, and I know that back when we tried to watch them in yeah. junior high school, mm-hmm. we could not find all of them. Yeah, the, the original one's from 1988, and um, man, it's got a 3.3 on IMDb. I'm just looking at it right now. Uh, but uh, I think I think we rented them because there was boobies in there. Most likely, I mean, well, or we were, or we were, or we were hoping, old. or we were hoping we're that we were old. I mean, we were. This is what we were yeah. looking for, or, or or we were hoping that there was boobies in there. I don't know if there actually are or not, because I don't remember anything from that but uh (laughs) you know when you when you click on a movie on imdb and it says more like this uh i'm looking at uh witchcraft the covers for witchcraft two uh three four and uh something called witchcraft 15 blood rose (laughs) 15 (laughs) and as the covers go on uh there's more and more boobs shown on the covers uh, and witchcraft 15 blood rose looks like a porn movie. <laughs> so we finally got to some witchcraft with our Lovecraft series. And tonight we watched dreams in the witch house, which uh, is actually part of a television sh- series that was on Showtime, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. This was, uh, this aired in 2005. Uh, it was on for two two seasons uh and basically the premise was like uh you know they gather these you know quote unquote masters of horror uh like for example Stuart gordon for for this episode and they would have them uh direct you know like one hour segments uh for example yeah, know, like, a short one yeah like john comforter uh did one uh which know, i think we've seen i don't remember it at all but i'm pretty sure we've seen that one cigarette burns i i know i've seen it too but i don't remember anything about it like yeah. joe dante you know of griblin's fame he did an episode um it's kind of funny because as you go down the list uh you know some of these dudes are not masters of horror <laughs> they're like <laughs> yeah really stretching that title uh but um yeah there was a few episodes there that we watched that were that were interesting i remember um Oh man, I'm gonna fuck up this guy's name. That that uh, famous Japanese director Takeshi Miike. Yeah, 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 yeah. you got it. Uh, he did one, and that's the episode I remember the most because that you know, of course, they're like you know, it's you. So do the most fucked up thing you can think of, and of course he did. And it's it's I remember that was like a hard to watch one because it's like crazy torture porn. I think I purposely didn't watch that one because when that one came out, I had already seen. A few of his other ones, like and I was Ichi like, "Ichi the Killer and Audition, right? Didn't he do that one? Yep. He and sure did. Uh, and another one that I can't think of the name of off the top of my head, but I I think I was pretty much done with his movies back then. <laughs> uh, yeah, basically, yeah, you you wouldn't uh, whatever you think an episode of Masters of Horror directed by him. That's what it is. It's uh, it's real uh real real brutal man i just remember i remember things being pushed under people's uh fingernails and i was like oh man i hate this (laughs) so the the dreams in the witch house is another adaptation of a actual hp lovecraft story and not just you know inspired by a story and luke you read this one too correct right yeah it's a it's a short story uh it's the same name the dreams in the witch house um and it's uh it i mean the the story synopsis is pretty much the same for the short story as it is for the 
the episode we just watched, although there are several differences in the story itself. And that basically is basically, uh, a graduate student questions his sanity after he rents a room in an old boarding house, which has the residence of a 17th century witch. And he figures out that the evil forces still roam within the walls. Uh, the short story is good. Um, you know, like I might have mentioned before that I, I really like H.P. Lovecraft stuff, but I, I haven't really read a lot of this stuff before we started watching, you know, these movies uh, this summer. And the more I read of his stuff, the more of a fan I'm becoming. I mean, it's, of course, you know, it sucks that he was, what you know, the type of person that he was, but he was a good writer. Uh, and the stories he put together are, are good. And um, yeah, the, the short story is good. It's worth checking out. Uh, it's free online. It's, you know, it's public domain. Uh, it's about this guy named Walter Gilman. He's a student at uh, Miskatonic University, and he's a student of mathematics and folklore. Uh, so he rents a room in this uh, decrepit old house uh, in, in its attic. Uh, and basically, this is a house where this witch in the 17th century, her name was Keziah Mason. That's where she, you know, was doing all her witchy business. And uh, she disappeared mysteriously at the end of the uh, 17th century. And nobody, you know, heard from her since. Uh, turns out she's got a little rat familiar called uh, Brown Jenkin. Uh, and this is uh, literally a rat with a human's face on it. Uh, he kind of does her bidding. Uh, there's another student that uh, lives in the house uh, in another room with Walter. His name is, um, his name is Frank Elwood. Uh, although he's not in the episode and he, you know, these two kind of like team up and try and figure out, you know, do some investigation. You don't get any of this backstory in the episode either. No, no, you don't. You really just kind of get, you you know, you get Walter Gilman, who's, uh, you know, played by Ezra Godden, who we, we last saw in, uh, in Dagon. He was the main character in Dagon. Um, and uh, yeah, he just rents a room because he's broke. That's pretty much all it is. So yeah, they don't give you, they give you very, very little to no backstory on any of this shit. With those similarities aside, the rest of the episode is pretty different, as Luke mentioned. You've got, you know, like a landlord, and you've got like this old guy that like drinks and prays that lives below them, and you've got our main character, and you've got a woman that lives a couple doors down named Francis with a, his with her son. Right, her her toddler Danny. Uh, yeah, Joe Mazerwitz. He's a he's this uh, super pious. Uh, to a to a fault, uh, a neighbor of uh, of Walters, he he prays very loudly at night to the to the point where there's a part in the episode where Walter has to run downstairs and be like, "Dude, shut the fuck up! I'm trying to <laughs> trying to study." Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and Frances uh, at the same time she's getting attacked by like rats. Uh, there are rats coming into her into a room and freaking her out. Cause you know, obviously she's got the, uh, the toddler in there and uh, he can hear rats in the walls. So yeah, it's like a real, uh, not great living situation for anybody in that building. And, you know, since they've only got an hour to work with just under an hour, you know, like the story has got to move, uh, forward. So like the, the beginning part of the story, I would say like the first 20, 25 minutes is just, uh, you know, sort of, uh, uh, what's the main character's game name again? Sorry. Walter. Walter, it's Walter's, you know, like burgeoning relationship with Francis next door and how, you know, like he's really helpful to her and he helps her out and gives her some money to pay for the rent and is willing to watch her son so she can go have a job interview. And it's when she's gone for that job interview that the weird stuff starts to happen. 
Yeah, they're basically setting up the characters. Uh, Francis, by the way, is not in the short story at all. Uh, neither is her uh, her son, Danny. Uh, but uh, yeah, she finds you know, she has a job interview. It's been established earlier in the story that she is really hard up for money uh, to the point where Walter actually lends her 50 bucks just so she won't get evicted. And uh, so she, you know, befriends Walter and trusts him enough, oddly, to leave him pretty much a stranger uh with her toddler and uh man it uh it becomes a, a hell of a babysitting gig for walter well he's, he's great in papers and then he falls asleep and when he wakes up it's you know like night and uh in a pretty creepy shot like a, a woman in like a robe like appears behind him and walks around opens up a robe completely naked right and takes off her hood and it's francis Right, except it's not Francis. This is uh, this is Kazaya, uh, you know, our, our seemingly immortal witch uh, taking the form of Francis. And yeah, she's buck ass naked, uh, and the two of them bang. And then uh, as they're banging, uh, she's like scratching his back, but it's not like a sexy scratching his back. No, man, digging some grooves. Yeah, she's basically what she's doing is she is uh, carving a, a pentagram into his back and. Ezra's kind of like, or not Ezra, uh, Walter is kind of like, ah, that kind of hurts, but it uh, hurts so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he wouldn't notice this lady like tearing the flesh off his back, but uh, eh, whatever, that's, that's what happens. And he's like, he's like going up and down her body and, uh, and then all of a sudden it's not Francis anymore and like the skin's all splotchy and there's like, uh, you know, like burn marks and stuff and then the camera pans back up and it's like full on witch makeup, you know, like gray stringy hair yeah you know like it's beak nose it's the scene from the shining when uh, jack nicholson is making out with the hot chick that came out of the shower and then he looks looks in the the mirror and she's like a decomposing corpse basically what you see here and then he wakes up but he's back in his and then he wakes up from this you know nightmare or whatever it is and he's back in his own apartment and uh, he hears Danny screaming from the other room and he gets over there and the door's locked. And that's when Francis gets home, who's been at this job interview for like seven hours. It's like midnight. Yeah, it's like the longest <laughs> job interview ever. Dude. And, uh, you know, she's, and uh, you know, she like had the job interview and then fucking went clubbing afterwards. She's like, I got this fucking chump watching my kid right now, man. Fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so the door's locked and they finally get themselves in. And uh, Danny's fine, but she's like, you know, what are you doing? Why did you leave him? And he's like, I don't know. Maybe I'm sleepwalking. And so uh, they put flour around his bed. Yeah, he comes up with uh, Walter comes up with this genius plan to uh, put like a circle of flour all around his bed, because then he's going to know for sure if he's sleepwalking and where he's going. Uh, this makes more sense if you read the story, because in the story, he, the sleepwalking element is, is much more uh prolific it's he 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 really travels he like leaves the house and he comes back with like mud on his feet um and he may or may not be killing kids while he's sleepwalking so he really wants to figure out where he's going and and the episode's kind of kind of comes out of the blue and it's kind of comedic really because i kind of made the observation like man this is some like home alone type shit like (laughs) uh and uh and yeah it, it really doesn't go anywhere because he tries to fall asleep and then he can't because his back's all fucked up <laughs> and then he he hears a little you know skittering uh little you know, nails on the the hardwood floor of the that we by now know is that fucking rat with the 
face, which by the way, yeah. this thing looks goofy as shit. You oh, know? it's so funny. I mean, it's it, at least it's not like uh, like really terribly done CGI. It's like it's like a dude with like rat makeup on that they yeah. like superimposed on a rat body. Right, and like Nick, you know, Greg Nicotero did the you know the effects in this, and they're good. And but it, you know, it looks about as uh, what you would imagine a man dressed as a rat would look like in close up. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> so he, you know, he, Walter, you know, tries to, to look, you know, see what's going on. He gets pulled underneath his bed, right? And then he, and then he's with, other, he's like, with the yeah, witch. Yeah, he's with the witch. Thing. And uh, he's looking at the fucking uh, Necronomicon, man. That's right. He fucking wakes up uh, at uh, Miskatonic University in one of their forbidden rooms. Uh, with all their uh, forbidden books, uh, with a really pissed off librarian in his face. Well, he wakes up there after he's had that that like vision of him with the witch, where they're like ho- holding his hand over it, and the rat runs down his hand and bites his wrist, and they're like, "Sign, sign the book." Oh well, yeah, sign. But- and meanwhile, like gallons of blood are falling out of his wrist. Yeah, because the 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 rat man is chewing on his wrist. But dude, but you guys, the the rat, the way he speaks is exactly how you imagine he would speak. It's like sign, sign, sign it. <laughs> it's fucking. And that's and that's when he wakes up in Miskatonic University. And this is what we were watching. This is like, oh, it's just like a continuation of his vision. But man, I think he actually like sleptwalked all the way to the university. Yeah, I think it. I think so too. I think that's what ended up happening. Um, yeah, this librarian finds him there, and she's fucking pissed and she's she's like how'd you get in here how'd you get in here security and he's like he's like i don't know and he stands up and he he doesn't he doesn't have any pants on it's awesome it's like the fucking, <laughs> it's like your worst nightmare <laughs> it's your worst nightmare if you were a kid you know like 12 or 13 right, right, years right. old you know oh my god it's uh it's very entertaining <laughs> um and then it, and then he rushes back to the uh you know, where he's staying and he goes over to Francis and he says, he's like had, you know, like these visions of like the Necronomicon and the witch and all these people. And he says, and the pictures he's seen in the book um, tell him that they're trying to use him to kill Danny, Francis's son. And he's trying to tell that to her and she's getting freaked out. He's like, I'm going to kill your kid. And you're like, what would you, what would you expect her to do? Yeah, Walter sounds crazy as shit. <laughs> He's like, yeah, this you gotta you gotta understand this this witch, uh, that's you know two hundred plus years old, and her rat face familiar are trying to trying to get me to kill your kid. So you gotta leave. And she's yeah. like, oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah, it doesn't go well. Uh, and then he he meets up with uh uh Mazerwich, you know the 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 you know, the loud prayer guy. And he confines in him that uh, he was actually the witch's uh, apprentice before uh, Walter showed up and he like takes his shirt off and he's got a, you know, he's got scars on his back, uh, you know, all in the shape of a pentagram. So, you know, of course he, he banged the witch too. And uh, yeah, man, it doesn't bode well for Walter and uh, it, it doesn't go well for Walter. Well, no, he has a showdown with the witch. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they get in a fight. Luke gets to enjoy some more eye trauma. Oh yeah. Fucking out of nowhere too. It's like he, they, they got, uh, she's got Danny and, uh, uh, Walter's got this, you know, crazy looking dagger and he's, you know, he, he kind of like stabs Danny too. He, he buries the tip of this knife in Danny's neck. Yeah. 
And that's when he kind of like Walter's gets, not a great fighter, man. He he just uh, no, he's not. He does what he thinks he can do, and not well. Yeah, he, he gets a hold of himself, and then turns the knife on uh, on the witch, and they kind of have kind of like uh, some fisty cuffs are thrown, which <laughs> is kind of <laughs> kind of funny. And then uh, when that doesn't work, he just like jams just all of a sudden just jams his thumbs into her eyes, and her eyes explode like two fucking water balloons full of blood, and it's horrifying it's pretty gross uh i i don't mind the eye stuff as much as you do so i was like oh man that's i like that makeup effect i'll take that yeah i'm sure probably that clip of me yelling will be somewhere on this episode oh jesus fuck god damn it Her eyeballs just exploded, dude. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's fucking gruesome. Uh, so then, yeah, he defeats the uh, the witch. He grabs Danny and he fucking crashes through the ceiling back into his room with Danny. Uh, and you know he saves the day, and it's all it's all good, right? No, but it's not because uh, he turns around and uh, <laughs> the fucking rat is chewing on Danny's neck. Yeah, fucking uh, you know human rat face. Uh, thing uh, kills Danny. Uh, so when the cops and Francis show up, um, you know, it doesn't look good for Walter. Uh, he's uh, in a very uh, bad situation where he's holding Danny's uh, now lifeless body and, you know, his, his neck is torn open and he's crying. He's covered in Danny's blood. Um, so it's off to the nut house uh, for Walter. Where he's explaining to the uh you know like the nurse about what's going on he's like you know you see there's this witch and this that and this and that and the other and she's like yeah you know you have to accept what you did if you want to get better yeah. and he's saying that and then it cuts to uh like the cops out in the hallway that are like talking about him and saying it's like he's like hey you know a hey, boss or whatever it's like uh you know like there's some weird dna it's like not his dna it matches like an animal and like none of this makes sense unless you believe his story and like the the boss, you know, cop is just like, ah, just put it in there. Nobody's gonna believe him anyway. And then uh, the next time we see Walter, he's he's getting uh, he's getting he's getting fucked up by the witch. But you don't see the witch. It looks like he's just like spurting blood out of his body in his room. Well, he's not. He's getting fucked up by uh, by the rat. Uh, the the rat with a human face. Right, 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 right. Comes and gets on me. As he's got the, you know, they got him in a, a straitjacket in this padded room, and uh, this fucking rat is pretty gross too. It, it burrows into his back. Oh, that's and it right. Burrow- and then it crawls out through his stomach. Yeah, it burrows into him, and it crawls out of his stomach. Which uh, actually, that's kind of what happens in the uh, in the story too. Except Walter, that happens to Walter in his room at the house, and the rat like crawls out of his like chest, like it like it burrowed through the his, you know, through his heart basically. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's the end of Walter. And that's the end of the short, too. You know, when we were watching this one, it really made me feel like we were like watching a Tales from the Crypt episode. It had that feel, you know, like that made-for-TV yeah, thing. Definitely. What was your favorite Tales of the Crypt episode? My favorite Tales from the Crypt episode... Man, I, I got a... I don't remember the name of it, but it was that uh, World War II one. Um, I was going to say that, too. Wasn't it World War One though? Was it World was War One? I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember the name of that one either, but it was the one with like uh like the um like the foxholes and they were like yes. 
Yes, that was. Was it a, called No Man's Land? It, it might have been. It was like a longer one too. Wasn't it like forty minutes? It was yeah, like, and Lance Hed- and Lance Hendrickson was in it. Oh, man, we got to watch that one. That was. So and I tough. think uh, I think Dan Aykroyd was in it. That's right, Dan Aykroyd was. I in think that. Uh, Kurt Douglas was in it too. Really? They got Kurt for I, that. I think so. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a Tales from the Crypt one at some point for the podcast. The only problem with that is that they're really hard to get a hold of nowadays. That's true. That's true. You know what else was really good, man? I and I know I really enjoyed. It. I think you did too. Was uh, the first movie, Demon Knight? That was fucking really yes. good. Yes. Yeah. Bordello of Blood, the second one was uh, was sort of shit, but the first I, one was really good. Yeah, I thought that was garbage. Fucking Dennis Miller, Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> so Luke, give me your final thoughts on Dreams in the Witch House. Um, it's okay. I uh, I liked it fine. It's it's nothing. I'm I'm not gonna recommend it to anybody. Uh, nothing you need to track down. You know this this whole matches of horror uh, show is is overall it's pretty average at best for from what i've seen uh i don't know if it was budget or 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 what or a lot of these you know quote unquote masters of horror were like pretty much done with this shit they got them you know when they're in their you know late phases of their career uh and this one's this one's fine uh if you like lovecraft and you're you're hard up for lovecraft you're you know you're not gonna find a lot of stuff out there so this is one of the Probably one of the better ones you'll find, but uh, it, it's just okay. I, I would stick with uh, Gordon's uh, feature-length stuff um, more so than this. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you you shouldn't bend over backwards to find this one because again, like this Masters of Horror series did not do that well. So you know, uh, there's like no like special edition Blu-ray of this stuff, and uh, yeah, it was okay. That's that's you know, there's some good parts, but. You feel you feel fine about missing this one? Yeah, nothing I need to like watch again. No, no, absolutely not. But since it dealt with witches, and that's been the theme of the night. Without further ado, it's name that witch quiz time. So a little bit different tonight is uh, I'm going to give you some clues about a witch. All right. And you can get one point for naming the movie that said witch is in. Well, movie or TV show, I should say. Oh, okay. TV shows as well. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a movie or TV show. So you get one point for naming the movie or the TV show. Okay. And then you can get another point if you can name the name of the witch. Uh, okay. All right. Sounds good. All right. And hints are free. So there's a hint for each one, but they're free tonight. Okay, cool. All right, number one. Recently starring in a new movie opposite a time-bending doctor, this witch had a twin. She is also considered to be one, if not the most powerful character in the entire universe. Okay, okay. So this is the uh, this is the Scarlet Witch? Correct. And it's from um, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse... What the fuck is the name of that movie? Good lord! Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, you got it. It's <laughs> so long. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Sam Raimi joint. Go see it. It's fun if you it, haven't seen it. It's, it was pretty great. Two points out of that one. Uh, question number two: Using her cadre of winged companions, this witch only wants a pair of shoes. Too bad she is allergic to water. 
Okay, all right. This is the Wicked Witch of the East versus the West. 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 Yep. West. Wicked Witch of the West, and that's uh, Wizard of Oz. Got it. Perfect so far. Number three. Whether she is live or animated, this witch is scary. This mistress, this mistress of all evil, hatches a diabolical plan involving a spinning wheel and a very long nap. All right. This is uh, Maleficent. You got it. And that's uh, uh, Sleeping Beauty or, or Maleficent. <laughs> yep, you got it. Good job so far. All right, number four. This young witch spends most of her time navigating her way through high school. You said hints are free tonight? Hints are free tonight, yep. All right, I'll take a hint. All right, so this is an older TV show. It's a sitcom. It's a oh. comedy sitcom. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, shit. I think it's... Um, is it Bewitched? Is that the... the... No, too old. This is uh, okay, uh more recent, more recent. Okay, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh yeah, that's right. And the name is Sabrina. That's right. Okay. All right, number five. Having started off as a bit of a know-it-all, this witch turns into a strong and powerful young woman that is always willing to help her friends, even against those that should not be named. Oh, okay. Uh, is this uh, Hermione? You got it. Yep. Right, and then the Harry Potter. Any of the Harry Potters. All right. All right. Number six. This red witch can appear young or old. She aided not one, but two would-be kings before she is banished, only to return to fight the force from the Northern Wilds. Okay. So I, I know the show. It's Game of Thrones, right? Correct. But yeah. I, I don't remember her name, though. I it's uh, Starts with an M. Starts with an M. Oh, Melisandre? Or is that? I'm not yeah, Melisandre. You got it. Yeah, okay. good job. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right, number seven. Based on a character of Arthurian legend, this witch discovers her powers and turns against her brother and his famous wizard Merlin. I'm not good uh, on those uh, Arthurian legends, unfortunately. I'm. I, I'm gonna. Can you give me a hint? Yeah. So this name is also used for uh, a couple of different characters. It's also the name of this witch, but it's also. Um, like it's also a pirate, like a fictional pirate with okay. the last name of Le Fay. Okay. Hmm. Nope. Not gonna know it. It's Morgana. Oh yeah, Morgana. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, that's a tough one. I I was unsure of putting that one in there, but then I couldn't find a different one. No, that's all good. All right. Uh, a few more. Dispatched of during the Salem witch trials. This witch returns much later with her two clumsy sisters to take back her place as the Witch of Salem. Is, th is this from Hocus Pocus? Yeah, it is. You got it. What's the name of the witch I'm looking I for? don't remember. <laughs> it's been <laughs> such a long time since I've seen that movie. It's Bette Midler's character, and her name is Winifred Sanderson. That's it. Yeah. It's, dude, it's been probably over 10 years since I've seen that last. You know, they're making a part two. Yeah, they are. I think it just came out, maybe. Is it? Oh, I think God. so. Okay. All right, two more. Beginning as the Witch Supreme, she spends most of her time caring only for herself as she searches for the next Supreme. Little does she know that the new Supreme is right next to her. Go on, you hint. This is a TV show, and it uh, has a bunch of seasons that sort of connect to each other, but it's sort of a different topic every year. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's American Horror Story. Which one? Uh, it's the it's the, the season two. It's Coven. Season three, but it is Coven. Oh, you got it. 
Is yeah. it, oh, three. Shit. Yeah. Excuse yeah. Me. Two is Asylum, two which is, is still one of my favorite ones. Yes. That one's great. Yeah. Coven was not great. Um, okay. Uh, I don't remember what the character's name is. I, I can tell you who plays her, kind of. Polson. Sarah Polson plays her. You're correct. It's one of those very witchy names. It's uh, Fiona Good. That's right. That's right. All right. Last one. This witch lost her hand and was hung from a tree branch. Luckily, she has a number of followers to do her bidding as she returns to take revenge upon those that shunned her. Is this uh, is this Fear Street? This is Fear Street. What's her name? Fuck, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not going to know. <laughs> it's uh, Sarah Fear. Sarah Fear. God damn it. It's in the goddamn title. <laughs> I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> All right. Let me add up your points here. Hold on a second. All right, so tonight you got thirteen out of twenty, which is it's Oof. it's still it's not bad, but it's your worst of the series. Yeah, man, I gotta bone up my witches, man. The Review to Death podcast is written and produced by the both of us. We release new episodes on Mondays and Fridays. Thank you to Groove Witness for the use of their music. You can find them at GrooveWitness.us. Check out our written reviews at the link in the description and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Review to Death. Thank you for listening. And Luke, tell us what's coming up next. Well, uh, coming up next, we're going to finish up our little uh, mini Stuart Gordon fracas here with the reanimator, or just reanimator. I, I can't wait to fucking rewatch this. Uh, I'm very, very excited. This is like uh, the thing level of excited. So, um, I can't wait to see it with you. Uh, later, Gators. Man, you're going to have a hard time explaining this shit to Francis. <laughs> <laughs> so so look i stabbed your kid a little bit but just a little bit okay but look there was a there was a rat with a human face telling me to fucking kill him and there was like a witch standing there and there was a chorus uh but i killed her i fucking, i pulled her eyeballs out with my thumbs her eyes exploded and i geysers of blood uh and then i uh jumped through the wall with your kid uh haphazardly actually and uh now it's all good sounds plausible uh, so anyway i mean i'm kind of a hero <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it <laughs>